What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the You Damn Right podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so excited for this episode. I got a very special guest with me, my co-host for today. Really my special guest because I'm going to be asking you a whole bunch of questions. I get to pick your brain a little bit. <laughs> I got Jeremy with me. Hi. I'm not that special, but thanks. <laughs> do not, do not start. Do not start. You are. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for coming on to this podcast. Thank you. Is this your first time doing a podcast? You are kind of popping my podcast cherry. <laughs> yeah, I've been in like a studio audience for one, but I've never okay. been like on the other side of the mic. So this is like really daunting and stressful. So hi. Okay. Okay. So that makes me <laughs> a lot more excited that this is like your kind of your first time. And this is my first time because I'm kind of be like interviewing you a and little there's bit. There's nobody else that I would rather be doing this with than you. So I appreciate that so much. <laughs> Thank you guys so much again for tuning in today for this podcast episode. Um, if you are a listener, I appreciate you but make sure you're getting the full experience by coming onto the youtube channel you damn right entertainment it's the channel name y-d-r-e-n-t please come subscribe like comment on this video before we get into it i do want you to go ahead and promote what you got going on hi um i'm jeremy with a g three e's no y um and i'm a singer songwriter i'm a dancer i'm from charlotte north carolina and um Today's a, a great day because I released one of my favorite songs off my project this mm -hmm. week. Mm -hmm. It's called Fingerprints. It's on all streaming platforms. Um, so, yeah. What has... Okay. Are you like me when you, like, you release something, you get nervous every time? I, I probably already know the answer, but like, like how was the experience for you like when you release something new? Um... <laughs> Um, so first of all, I'm, I'm very emotional about everything. Mm -hmm. Um, even like when my friends do things like my friend Steph, he's like kind of like flourishing in his modeling career. So like literally anytime we talk about it, I cry. Mm -hmm. And so you literally every song that I put out like the night before up until like the end of the day of right. I cry like the entire day. So like when people are like reposting it and like <laughs> telling me that they like it and like it's been stuff like I'm like, I'm kind of scared if people are going to like it. Like yeah, as yeah. soon as people tell me they do, I'm like, Ugh. so, so yeah, those crying eyes that I put over all the reposts, that's for real. Like that's me like blubbering, crying like the whole time. But um, I don't know. I, I'm also like, I feel relieved. Okay. Also, because it feels like because a lot of the stuff I've been like working on for the past couple of years. So mm -hmm. like a lot of it is finally seeing the light of day. Right. And it's something I've been like meticulously like working on. So I'm just like super relieved like that weight is off of me now and I can finally like talk about it. Right. It and stuff, so that is exciting. And I know like I've been knowing you for a lot of years now. Forever. And, <laughs> and, and um, like I can tell like this. I don't know this year in particular just feels really special for like mm -hmm. a lot of what I've been seeing you do mm -hmm. and release and everything so I'm really proud of you I'm happy Thank for you. you um yes I mean it's definitely been a bit of a resurgence I mean I think you kind of know that too I mean I've been telling a lot of people that I'm close with you know that I feel like especially over the past year especially coming out of the pandemic I feel like it's been really important for all of us to just reinvent what mm -hmm. our endeavors look and what our reality looks like within those endeavors so right. um i definitely feel like i've been tested over the last year so it feels really good i keep telling people like last year was my artist development like i've been doing this my whole life but right. to finally like really be doing it full-fledged and 
you know, finally be able to like release all of the stuff that I've been working on for so long. It's definitely a different, like a different stance for me now. Right, so. right, right. Okay. I got so many questions. I get, to, I'm so excited to like pick your brain a little bit because I never got to do this before. <laughs> but okay. First of all, like you said, you've been doing this a long time. So first of all, when did you start like getting into music? Um, I've honestly, like, it's been the only thing that I've gravitated to like my whole life. I grew up, um, in a pretty Christian home. So okay my dad really only allowed like gospel music in the house but other than that like the only thing that we or well that i could listen to because i'm the youngest um the only thing that i could listen to was anything that he listened to and luckily he was listening to michael Mm -hmm. and the jackson five um james brown prince um uh you know all of all of the greats that i've like really like looked up to so i feel like i kind of lucked out a little bit with that so it's always been something that I gravitated to. I don't think that I was like brave enough to admit like this is really, really what I wanted to do until I got like much older, like in my teens. Okay. Um, I started, I started out like writing. Writing has always been like my, my, the catalyst for all of the things that I'm doing now. But um, I um, went to Northwest School of the Arts here in Charlotte, and um, my focus was music, and then my minor was dance, and so from there I graduated and. I did like different auditions. I auditioned for, I'm about to tell my age. I auditioned, <laughs> I auditioned for the um, for the Beyonce experience. I didn't make it. Um, I auditioned for Tiana Taylor um, and other people didn't make those. And so <laughs> I feel like God was just kind of telling me like, I'm supposed to be at the forefront of all of this, but, right. um, but I've been doing it all of my life really. So. Right. <sighs> I... <laughs> There's so much I want to say, but I'm not like, okay, let me, all right. Um, first of all, let's talk about your writing. Okay. Because, y'all, this is real talent over here, okay? Oh and I'm a fan. Thank you. I am a fan because I listen to all your music. I am. And, okay, your process of, like, writing, right? Mm-hmm. Are you somebody who has to, like, listen to, like, a beat or you can, like, just start writing, like, from scratch and everything and you can put it onto, like, a track later on? Um, my, (laughs) my process can be a bit unorthodox at times. Um, I'm sure a lot of people from the releases that I have made, like everything is, starts out very super symbolic and simplistic. Um, but it depends. Um, a lot of times I will already kind of have an idea written Mm. out and, I'm not really big on like going into the studio and like vibing out. Like I'm very meticulous and I take lyricism very seriously. So right. um, a lot of times it, it could be different. It just depends on what's driven out of me from the music or from the idea. Um, and then sometimes I, a lot of times now what happens is I um, try to write and arrange all of my music just either acoustically or um, just based off of melodies that I kind of, have mm-hmm. in my head and then i'll like go into the studio do mock vocals acapella and um and then i'll kind of send the ideas to my producers and just kind of tell them like what mm-hmm. and it sounds a mess like sometimes <laughs> i'll be like yeah like i kind of like want this drum pattern from like this this beyonce song or like mm-hmm. i kind of want this synth from this rihanna's like so it's different it's very unorthodox and like okay. luckily i've like been connected to people who get it right right right, right. <laughs> but um a lot of times it literally just starts from words um 
Because I'm just very big on that. Because so. let me just say this. I like I'm a writer, so mm-hmm. I can script write and stuff like that, write mm-hmm. stories and stuff. I've tried to write music before and it's not easy. It is not an easy thing. And it's like my brain doesn't compute to that. I probably can write a hook, mm-hmm. but that's about it. Um when, <laughs> when I'm like when I'm and then when I'm editing stuff, so like when I've edited in the past for like projects mm-hmm. and stuff, I've done three music videos mm-hmm. and I can hear something like I'll hear a song and like I can see the 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 picture like in front of me. Mm-hmm. So that's like how my brain kind of works. I cannot put like a song out or like write a whole like verse of anything or anything like that so that's like like i don't know like it's 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 so interesting to me like to hear like what the process yeah. is for you like you know to get started or to do it yeah um i think i don't know like i said i'm just very i'm very intense about it like yeah. i don't like a lazily like written song okay and so um like the song the song that i put out this week like that's probably the fastest i've ever written a song just because i i had an idea of the ambiance around the song it's very afrobeat so i kind of wanted to kind of take my own like spin on patois right and like i always i love how i love how like afrobeats and like you know reggae artists how they use like very interesting like metaphors and shit so yeah can i curse on here oh my God. yes you can curse on okay. here yes i love how to use like metaphors and shit <laughs> and so um i don't know it just it really depends like, for me it comes easy but the uh, i guess i'm not one of those people where like you know some artists like like money long like she can sit in the studio and write like yes. five songs mm-hmm. like for me it's a little different because i feel like if i'm under the pressure of like getting a record out at a certain amount of time i feel like it's not really my best work and um i'm very critical of my work and i'm very critical of myself so i'm yeah. working on that but um but yeah um it it comes easy and sometimes like some songs have taken me a year (laughs) to write (laughs) and to be okay with releasing so it depends sometimes it comes easy sometimes it doesn't right as a creative that's interesting um i was going to ask as far as like your confidence in your work Mm -hmm. um does it for you like releasing or creating like has it gotten easier as far as like with your confidence or does as you get older or do it more does you get like even more like put a shield around it i know for me speaking for myself it's like i like through the pandemic took a break from like doing what i enjoy doing Mm -hmm. and now to be kind of stepping back into that i'm like have like a big shield around it like i don't know if i want to like put this out or like i don't know if i'm ready or stuff like that i have like really pushed myself extra hard than i ever had to in the Mm -hmm. past um i definitely feel like in this season of of just my creativity like I said, this project has been something that I've been conceptualizing for a really, really long time. So, um, I mean, it just really depends. But um, I mean, overall, I I can be um, a bit humble to a detriment. Mm-hmm. And so even just with performing and, you know, being out in front of people, like it's very weird for me. Like a lot of people don't I don't understand that complex yeah. of like being a really, really shy person. Yes. So, and being an entertainer. Yes. So, definitely. Um, it, it depends. Like, I'm definitely the most proud of, of what I've created so far. And even after the year that I've had, like, I went through a period, I got really, really sick last year. 
and was like stuck in the house for like a month and like literally wrote a whole album that mm-hmm. I'm like ready to like record now, but I'm trying to like revel in what I've created now. So I'm like yeah. in different facets. Yes, I am. I think that my confidence is reinventing itself, but I think okay. my humility will always kind of be rooted in all of that. Mm-hmm. So it depends. Sometimes I'm like, oh God, this is trash. Like, <laughs> I don't know. So I don't know. And sometimes you just got to kind of check out of that shit and yeah. just really think about how happy it is how happy it makes you and and, how and just to know that you're good at doing it too yeah, like you know that you're I'm good at what best. you do yes but you know that you're good at it so you like you know like you you can do it you know i mean i definitely i i've been telling people now i allow the universe and i allow, allow god to talk my shit for me okay so i do feel like i'm i'm called to it to do it and you know it's I, it brings out the best qualities of me mm-hmm. out of me when I'm just in the thick of it. Like I always tell people all the time, like, you know, I'm ready to get to that place. And I'm sure you are like where this could just be my life every day. Right. Yeah. You know, so and I know that comes with time. But I mean, yeah, but I definitely feel called to it. I definitely it's it scares me less now. OK, <laughs> OK. That's good to know. That's good to know. All right, real quick, I do want to talk about fingerprints. Okay. Because it is, I have added it to my, like, workout playlist. I've been listening to it. It is definitely my favorite right now. Yeah. And in Thanks. constant rotation. You Thank said that you. you you wrote it quick. How quick did you write it? I literally think I wrote it in maybe 20 minutes. Okay. Um, I um, don't remember. I just remember... Um, I was at home one night and um, I just kept the first line of the first verse. I just kept saying that over and I'm like, I want to build on that. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And so um, I w- to me, when I started kind of writing out all of it, it was I was like, this kind of sounds like it needs to be super rhythmic. And um, I don't know, it feels like it. it's called it almost feels like a chant. Like most of my songs yes. are usually like that. Like I. A lot of my songs kind of like dip and dabble in a lot of spirituality. And mm-hmm. so um, to me, I wanted it to kind of sound like this rain dance and I wanted it to be something that kind of just conjured something out of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I literally wrote it in like 20 minutes. The hook is like super, super, like super, super repetitive, which is interesting. I, at first, to be honest with you, for like I recorded the song about a year and a half ago i couldn't stand it for about yeah until we put choreography to it once i shot the visual okay i was like okay like i'm in love with it now and so that's what kind of drove me to feel like yeah this is one of the ones like so i literally wrote it like in the middle of the night one night couldn't Mm -hmm. sleep and i like called my producer i was like hey can i come in tomorrow like I called out of work. (laughs) (laughs) I called out of work to go to the studio and um, I recorded it. And I think that that was the thing. Like, I think my confidence in the song was kind of thwarted a bit because it came so easy. Like a lot of other songs, like people who are kind of familiar with my catalog know that I'm very big on like a lot of harmonies and a lot of stacks and Mm -hmm. a bunch of stuff. But this one like literally was super easy, like literally like the cheapest studio session i think i have like wow. <laughs> under my belt like i was in and out of the studio in like 45 minutes right that's funny that you said um it took like you doing choreography and shooting the visual mm-hmm. i'm such a visual person obviously for mm-hmm. obvious reasons and like i'm the type of person like if i could have my way every artist would have at least like one visual album <laughs> because i just love music videos i love visuals and you know so um it's just funny that you said that mm-hmm. that it took that for you to like 
I guess, appreciate the song more. Because yeah. I'm sure it was just fine as it was. But are there any other, like, songs that you've had that moment with where it took maybe maybe just for it to sit a little longer or, you know, to marinate a little bit for you to be like, okay, I think I'm actually okay with this? Um, there, Not you getting the exclusive. I don't even know if I'm supposed to be talking about this. Anyway, so I do have a song on my project that... Um, that um i don't know i i think i was just in the right place at the right time um shout out to willpower and um bandwidth productions in atlanta um he had a creative um kind of like this kind of like kickback situation Mm -hmm. and um long story short um i played my i played some songs that i had recorded so far for a bunch of producers and songwriters and DJs and all this stuff. And so like everybody was like really, really in love with my stuff. And he was really, really impressed. And so um my manager Miranda, shout out to Miranda Pugh. She um being the cancer that she is, she very aggressively managed to get me a session with him the very, very next day. Mm-hmm. Um and I woke up the next day with a sinus infection super congested super super hoarse oh, and wow. um I, that song actually i wrote very very quickly but i kind of wrote it under pressure and okay. so um for a while it was kind of hard for me to accept the song because i was really really sick when i recorded it and i'm very yeah i'm very very like meticulous about my vocals like i hate like not sounding on <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and so but when i listen to that song like i think about just how I was able to work under a pressure that I never thought that I would be faced with. Cause any other time I think I would have like fumbled that. Right. But it was like an opportunity for me to connect with someone that's really, really respectable in the industry. And um, I don't know. I was just really, really proud of myself. So I went back and forth on whether or not I wanted to keep it on the project. And um, eventually like, I was just like, no, I feel like I should just keep that as a, as a keepsake for myself to just show myself like what I'm capable gotcha. of. So, so yeah. Well, thank you for the exclusive. <laughs> so happy I got to get that. But um, I was, but I was gonna ask, like, as far as like you know, basically what the future holds for what you want to do or what you are interested in doing. Mm-hmm. Just you know, whatever you're able to share right now. Um, but like, what what can your like listeners and supporters expect to see from you maybe before the year is over? Well, I mean, right now the goal is just to win people over. Um, I'm definitely trying to build my audience right now, which is just realistic right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm, I mean, of course, I'm going to be releasing more music. Um, I want to perform more. Like, that's really, really, like, what I've been looking forward to doing. Mm-hmm. And um, just kind of, like, being able to, like, show the world, like, the type of show that I've been, you know, crafting and I've been, of course, like, concepting in my mind for so long. Um, so I'm just like, I'm, I'm also glad like now we're in a day and age where like, there's a reverence for performance, yes. you know, and artists are going back to like actually doing like full production. Yes, you know what I mean? Definitely. So, um, I feel like that was lost on us for a really long time and we all just relate, relied on B to do that for us. And mm-hmm. so I'm glad that there's like a resurgence of that, you know? So, so that's really it. I'm just like, just trying to make myself more visible and um i'm just trying to just connect with more people Mm -hmm. i'm trying to figure out like what my audience is because that was something that was really scary for me too was like once i created all this music i was just like who what does the person who would listen to this look Mm -hmm. like when i look out in the audience so 
Um, I'm just trying to create the kind of music that is that can reach a mass of people. And um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to just be the MVP in the music game right now. So. Period. <laughs> <laughs> now, me and you did get a chance. You did. I get. I got to shoot you for something very special. I can't talk about talk about it yet. Yeah. Um, but it was a lot of fun. And it was a lot of fun. Can I tell you something? That little sneak peek you sent me. That's literally the first picture from a photo shoot that uh-huh. I have actually liked of myself in such a long really? time so i'm like really grateful like i literally was so stoked when you showed me that really yeah so. it was it was like as soon as i saw it i was like that's the one and i have to like yeah. show him and like i didn't even do anything to it i was like i know it was amazing you're so dope you know that? thank you y'all look at the sign like you understand like this is like <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm talking about <laughs> but i was gonna say is like when i when i was able to shoot you or whatever you was like um this is like one of your your uh one of the things you hate doing the most mm-hmm. i guess is photo shoots yes. and stuff um <laughs> i don't know why because you're such you know a natural at it oh. but <laughs> but as a creative and like doing what you do i was gonna ask like what is like the most like for you like realistically like what is the part of it that you really do hate the most of it and what is it like you like doing the best like is like you know performing like your favorite part of like you know this whole thing that you're that you're doing like you're sharing when you share with the world Oof. um <laughs> let my manager tell it it's a bunch of things um <laughs> um well i i think my least favorite is probably the most necessary component to all of this mm-hmm. um and, and i mean it's different for every artist right um depending on the trajectory of what you're trying to reach um when you say like i want to be an entity in the industry um and i'm sure you know like this is all an investment like this is not yes, easy. absolutely you know it's not something where you just you know pick up sometimes it's just that simple as just picking up the camera phone and then other times it, it requires a lot of like legwork and a lot of mm-hmm. logistics and mm-hmm. um when i when i sit and i really really think about like how i want to define myself as an artist and how i want to be received as an artist there's a lot that goes into that that i don't think a lot of people think about um and i mean the other thing is just like i'm very i'm very neglectful with my phone so social media has been a bit of a <laughs> it's been a task for me um so no, for a lot of artists that is definitely the biggest challenge at least from what i've heard is yeah, like i mean because you're so exposed yes. and i i guess i've always been very evasive in the way of just not making myself available for a lot of people's opinions because i am very um sensitive to those things in a way that i i have to be i have to check out like i literally have to turn off that part of myself to be to get feedback or for people to give me their opinions or say like this would have been cool if you would have did this and like okay but i just like sang my face off on this yes now i gotta Uh go back in the studio and like that's crazy but um that's been a task but it's i mean of course it's it's very necessary when i say i want to do this to this level you know so um that's definitely been a transition for me but i'm a lot of people are telling me i'm doing better so (laughs) i'm sure you're doing just fine i'm doing okay i'm doing my best (laughs) (laughs) that's all you can do just do your best that's really that's really all it comes down to as Mm -hmm. i think um especially when you're in a creative space i think we 
are our biggest critic, mm. especially. Um, and we can beat ourselves up. Like it's nothing when I like when I put out something and I call my friends the same way and I'm I'm telling them like I am I'm so anxious, I'm so mm-hmm. nervous. And shout out to Corey. She used to cuss me out the other day, was like, bitch, why the fuck are you nervous? You've been doing this for <laughs> over a decade now. And it's like, I know, but it's like, you know, it's it's just to share like something that you are passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um even if you do feel like you're good at it, it's like just because you're, you know, you're, you're passionate about it, it's like, I don't want nobody to like to to receive this the wrong way. Exactly. I don't want anybody to think they're gonna check me on something where I'm like, trust me, I already had that conversation with myself. You, you don't have to other, do that. The other mindfuck with that is is almost like generalizing like this thing that like you've put all of your thought and like effort and emotion into mm-hmm. and like computing it to data. Yes. And so like even like my manager like she's always like you know we got to pay attention to like your streams and like all this stuff and i i have made it my business not to pay too much attention to numbers right right right. um because that part can just be daunting and i feel like it just takes all the fun out of it so yes absolutely um so yeah i just i think that's the other part of it that i have to like really bob and weave with but yes it's also just the fear of like putting this thing out and it's like it's really scary that's why like mm-hmm. even like a lot of people probably don't know, like i'm the name of my project is pure filth and a part of that was this duality between like me thinking like i've really created this like really cool body of work that may like connect and resonate with a lot of different people but right. on the other end like some people could really say like dude this is like complete trash like <laughs> and so i have to be okay with that because i yeah. really kind of put my best foot forward in a lot of it but, yeah. but yes that is a thing too i think it's really just the fear of yeah. being exposed to all of that and i think for the most part <clears throat> when you are um i think it definitely shows when you are passionate about something you know i think that does always show through your work so again with being like your biggest critic and having that fear but I said this on, I don't know if it's even going to be out yet or not, y'all, but I know I said this in one of my other episodes of this podcast. I said that um, it's important to kind of turn that fear around and use that as motivation or use it, look at it, kind of look at it as like, you know, excitement in a way. Mm-hmm. Like I'm actually, I feel this is fear, but I know it's excitement, you mm-hmm. know, at the same time. Like mm-hmm. I'm excited to share this. I'm excited to get people's feedback. If it's, you know, even uh what is it constructive criticism you know what i'm saying because for me um the type of creative i am like i do appreciate that so that i can get better at it too you know what i mean um and i too try not to pay too much attention to like the numbers and stuff because i feel like that can like drive you crazy Mm. of being like well i (laughs) when my um movie i did on my channel started getting all these damn views like i was about to have a panic attack so yeah. i was like is somebody sharing this i don't know about mm. <laughs> like what is happening <laughs> and it just you know it freaked me out but it also excited me and once i got the feedback you know i was like okay i can take a chill pill and i can mm-hmm. like keep you know keep putting my best foot forward mm-hmm. and stuff and and you know use this as um not necessarily as, as like a learning experience, but just kind of like it's it feels like no matter how long you do it, it always feels like new to me. Always. It always feels new. It never feels like I've been doing this for however long or I'm used to, like I never get used to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that the most when I'm like performing, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Even I mean, you know, like we 
me and my friends in Basic Instinct, we performed at Scorpios for so many years. And I used to get on their nerves because I would be so nervous, like literally like like could not stand for like long amounts of time before we went on stage. Like, yes. I used to be so nervous. Um, and it was just because I always wanted to be great. Like I always wanted to be like impressive every time people like laid their eyes on me. Right. And so... Um, it always just, it li- literally the fear never ever went away to have performed in the same space for as long, as long as we did it never ever went away ever and to this day like literally like performances like scare the shit out of me right like so bad like to the point where like sometimes i become the last couple of performances that i've had like cry <laughs> like after i got done with it like boo crying and like my best friend steph he's like what is wrong with you like you are you really are not okay so <laughs> but I, I don't know i feel like that's also the, just the i don't know just the purity of like it always feeling like an adventure too yes um yes. i just i don't know i'm always i i guess i don't know i'm a bit of a masochist in that re- in that regard speaking of friends mentioning your friends first mm-hmm. of all let me just say I love seeing like how y'all support each other mm-hmm. and how like you know how hard y'all write for each other. Yeah. And I know that's always been like that. Yes. Um me and my friends are like that. So that's that's just something I relate to and I love to see because I even have people who like um mention it to me like they love seeing how I interact with my friends or how mm-hmm. I show them love or support them and vice versa. Um because they are having a problem with finding like real friends either wherever they are or just where they are in their life or whatever like they don't have a friend group or just even just one friend you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um for you like with your support of your friends like how much does that mean to you um when you look over the years of how much you guys have been like writing for each other (laughs) (laughs) and i know like how your relationship is but like how like how has that been for you um um, I mean, I constantly say all the time um, that I just I feel like, you know, people like say, like, you know, God took, took time on me. Like, yeah, I really yeah. do feel like God divinely like like picked out my support system. Yes. And I'm I'm so lucky to have the 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 group of friends that I have, like people like when people meet me, they're like, you have so many best friends. And I'm like, mm-hmm. literally, like, I know, like, literally, like, I somehow just end up meeting like the best people on the planet. I don't know how it happens. But mm-hmm. um, but I, I'm just so supremely grateful. I mean, it's definitely been tested, which I think happens with real friendships. Yes. Um, And, you know, we're all subject to change, you know, um, which is something that has has happened over the years. We've all grown exponentially. And um, I don't know. I mean, for me, it's always just I don't know. I, I When I see when I see my my friends kind of relishing in the truest forms of who they are, it's so much more like celebratory for me. Um, being able, even when we're not performing together, to watch my friends perform or to watch Dee perform by herself, like it's so awesome because like it's it's different being mm-hmm. up there with her and doing right, it, right. and then like stepping out into the audience and watching her do it, and just watching how she radiates amongst right. like a group of people, and even with Steph, like I told you, like he's been embarking on his modeling career this year, and. He's just been taking the whole thing by storm. He just mm-hmm. walked in New York Fashion Week this weekend. Yes. And so, like, even, like, every time we would talk about it, like, literally, he would be like, Jeremy, like, you're more excited about this than I am. Like, I would literally <laughs> talk about it, and I would just be so... Because 
it's it's one thing when you're sitting in the confines of just you and your friends and talking about the things that just make you excited mm -hmm. but to actually like watch them do it you know and then even like with you and your friends like to watch them be so you know and so inclusive and and willingly included in mm -hmm. in your craft and everything that you're right. doing um i just think that's so cool and yes i mean it's it's hard to find friends like that like when you do find people like that who just have a reverence for you and who you truly are and how great you could be you yeah. know i think that that's really really cool um so i just i'm just always like really grateful for that of all the things in my life it's right. just the people that i'm connected with yeah i say the same thing i feel like extremely blessed to have the friends that i have because i'm like i know it's not you know a common thing to come by to have like mm -hmm. a, a group of friends or again just that one friend that you can like um you know count on mm -hmm. or one that is just behind you sharing everything you know you got going on it's mm -hmm. like it's a great feeling to have that and that's something that again like i love seeing but i know for i don't know if it's something about today but it's like the lot of a lot of the friend groups i'm seeing today are not like genuine friend groups are more so like competing with each other or uh oh this is gonna sound shady but maybe like pretending to be a part of like a reality show that does not exist but everybody is wanting to live that love and hip-hop lifestyle of being like you know um <laughs> the main character and these are all my supporting characters and this you know and i've 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 unfortunately have um experienced that in the past of being in 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 a situation such as that that i had to like excuse myself out of um so i wish that on some other people it's like please like if you if you find a real friend if it's just one i don't care it's like i know we made it it's been popular to be like you know you don't need anybody i can mm -hmm. do everything by myself but to have somebody who like can truly like you know you can call somebody who can you can be supportive of them as they mm -hmm. are for you is like i feel like that's so important for somebody um you know to have mm -hmm. i mean i think and and i guess i can just say this just from my own experience um, I think one of the major contributors to that is the sense of contingency on what the weight of your friendship mm -hmm. is built upon. And um, I, I often just feel like the best way, and I don't know, I'm just speaking this out into the universe, is mm -hmm. that you, I think the best way to kind of weather that type of storm especially with friendships because friendships are sensitive is that you have to remember what's important right i think a lot of times even when it comes down to confrontations for me i'm i the first thing i ask myself is what is really important mm -hmm. to me and to us right and it it should kind of operate that on other ends of the party but you know if if your success means that your friendship has to be a casualty of that then you know you have to be okay with the result of that right and a lot of times people don't get what they thought mm -hmm. they were gonna get when mm -hmm. they choose one thing over the other right um i i guess for me um my friends have always been who they were before and after I came into their life. You know what I mean? And so me being in your presence and your greatness should not, you know, impede on 
how much I love and care for you. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I think that contingency can cause a lot of, of things to spur out of control or things to kind of fizzle out. And that's okay. I think that's the other thing too, is like a lot of times you can walk away from situations amicably and it not be something that you're so jilted about because, Oops. because they didn't do what you thought they wanted you to do. Yes. You know what I mean? So you know, if the love and hip hop life is is okay, I'm still I'm still gonna be on the other end of this screen, rooting you on, and I'm still gonna be the same friend that you needed me to be before that. So I don't know. I just think that you know, you're not entitled to be my friend just because you want to be a star. You know what I mean? So yes. I don't know. But and for some people out there, I think it's important to hear like. Um, it's it's okay. It's you have to accept that maybe every friendship is not going to last forever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's it's important to again realize if you have somebody in your life that is a true friend. Um, in my opinion, I feel like it's important to to hold on to that. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, because at the end of the day, you know, a lot of this stuff that is going on it really does not does not matter. You know what I'm saying? Kind of, I had a talk with one of like my like childhood friends uh, like months ago mm-hmm. and we were like super super tight in high school and like she's gone off like she's like got kids and like she's married and stuff and like you know life kind of like took us in different spectrums and so I remember one time we were we had lunch one day and I said I feel like you know I'm not the uncle jeremy that i need to be to like Mm -hmm. your kids the way that i think we would have envisioned like when we were in high school and i remember she said to me like jeremy like this friendship is not built off of like like entitlement i can't remember the word that she used but it's like Mm -hmm. that's not that's not what makes us friends right and so i really do feel like this was like a year ago but i really do feel like that really kind of changed my perception on like how my adult friendships are supposed to be especially when life in general changes and how like I said, all of us are subject to change. How do we wither that storm of change? You know, mm-hmm. how do we grow from that? And how do we grow from that in a way that um, still keeps the the purity of our friendship? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I mean, it happens, but it's mm-hmm. just, I mean, but again, like what's important to you, it's important for you to have this really, really great friendship, even though your individual life is so different, right. you know? So it's just like, even like I was talking to Steph the other day and I'm like, what if I'm like off like booked at Coachella and like, bitch, mm-hmm. you got to walk in Milan. Like, are you still going to come like to yeah. the concert? And I'm like, but in that same sense, like, I'm not going to be mad. You are here getting that bag. And <laughs> right. if I can come to Milan and like support you, you know what I mean? Right. So, you know, you do the same thing that you would do that y'all would have done when y'all first became friends. Exactly. I don't know. But. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as I've gotten older, like certain things don't scare me as they as they used to when I was younger. Like not that important to you. Not important at all. Or just like, okay, like as an adult now, it's like, like having a friend that's talking about moving so away to New York and they're like, you know, I feel like a couple of years ago that'd be like, Oh, you're going to be so far away. Like we're never going to speak again. Now as like the age I'm in, I'm like, well, bitch, I will come see you yeah. whenever I can come see you. And we're still going to talk with, so, you know, it's, it's having that, um, maturity. Mm-hmm. I feel like is, is, um, important. And, and it's also, some- is also a, a thing. Sometimes you just have to be realistic. Like, yes. I can't leave you bound to this idea of what I had for what our friendship was supposed to be at this point in our lives. You know what I mean? So 
I would have been the same way. I'd have been like, Bestie, just make sure you get a blow up mattress like so I can mm-hmm. come crash. So Exactly. Yeah. Do you remember the first time y'all um performed together? Yes. And how was that? Like your very <laughs> first performance. Woo, baby. Um <laughs> woo. Let me tell you something. Hot topic. <laughs> Save the day every time. Um, the first time that we feel like oh my god i feel like we've been in a girl group for like <laughs> forever because it because the thing is like the dynamic revolved so much mm-hmm. and i don't know how how that sounds but the dynamic of the group revolved so much and then it got to a point where it was like okay like this works and the first time that we all performed <laughs> together um it was for a talent show at Scorpios, and um, I believe D and Angel, who was dancing with us at the time, shout out to Angel Paris. Um, they had both won Entertainer of the Year, or okay. yeah, Entertainer of the Year, some something to that extent. They had both won a uh, respective talent show, and so we wanted to do like a whole thing all together, and so we did. <laughs> We did Telephone by Beyonce and Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time we danced together, like all like at that time, I think it was like six of us. Six. Yeah. And um like we really like went through the trenches. Like, <laughs> like people don't know. Like yeah. we whatever we made from that show that night, we split six ways right. amongst all of us. And like sometimes that only got us. A McChicken and a large sweet tea, and we would eat that thing with pride. But right, but yeah, um, yes, I do remember the first time that we danced together, and I remember like that was like even that like looking back on that, that was such a testament of of our friendship at that time because mm-hmm. um, we went through a lot together and individually to like make that one thing that you know seemed so. Yeah, small <laughs> to make that happen <laughs> and to be able to accomplish a lot of the things that we have now. Um, yes, I will never ever <laughs> forget those <laughs> those wonderful shows back in the day. Back in the day. Well, I appreciate you so much being on here today. I really, really, really appreciate it. That's all the time we got for today, y'all. But please come back on my podcast when your project is ready to drop. Yes. Because I do want to hear a lot more about it. I know there's not much you can talk about it right now, but I am excited to hear about it. I'm excited to see what else you're going to do. Thank you. Please tell people where they can follow you and find you again. Um, so you can follow me on all stream uh social media platforms at um underscore G E R E M three. And um you can also find all of my music on all streaming platforms and all of them. All of them. And the fingerprints visual is coming out soon. So I can't wait for you guys to see I'm so that. Excited. You know, I love a visual. <laughs> and I still have to do a music video for you too. You because do. When, no, when I asked you, what did you tell me? You really going to act like this in front of company? It's crazy. <laughs> you see? I'm not going to blow it up. I'm not going to put, put you on the spot like you see, that. I'm not going to put you on the spot. sign and they, wow. start, they start controversy. It's not like about my sign. It's not about that. It's not about, it's not about my sign. You're damn right. You're damn right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember how we met back in the day? Yes, it wasn't. It was in the club, right? Yes, I yeah. want to see if your story matches my story. 
God. Well, I hope, like, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, I do. But I remember, <laughs> I remember real quick is that I was in a club. It was my first time going to a club. It was for my 18th birthday. Uh-huh. Probably wasn't on my birthday, but it was when I, I, I wigged it till I was 18. Not yes. like these other little hussies I was out when I was 16 with the fake IDs. But anyway, um, I was one of the hussies. I was in the club <laughs> at 15. Like I had to. Wow. Be there, but... Not 15. Yes. But I was with two of my friends and one of my homegirls. I remember I was in a club. I had seen y'all, you and your mm-hmm. friend grouped on the stage in Scorpio. <laughs> and me and my friends was like talking or whatever. And I was like so green in the situation because I was like, I had never been out before. I just did not know anything that was going on. Mm-hmm. I do remember seeing you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who is that? Hmm. And then I remember my homegirl had like leaned over to me like in the middle, like throughout the night and was like, that guy's looking at you. And I was like, who? And then I was like, I don't know if he wants to fight me. I don't know if he wants to say, hey, I'm so new. I'm so scared. And yeah, but it was you. And then (laughs) and we had never spoke to each other. Like it was like weeks would go by. I would keep seeing you in the club. I would either see you perform or I would just catch you at some point in the night and we would like smile, maybe wave. It just like gradually. Uh, we were literally, I think that's how we like ended up like gravitating towards each other because we were both the two like awkward, quiet ones. Yes. In this group. <laughs> so, and yeah. eventually I remember like one night, I think a fight broke out, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> of course. And, that's like, such... and you were like standing in the thick of it. <laughs> And I had to like snatch your little ass up. But yeah, I just remember like somebody like grabbing my hand, like pulling me to safety and stuff like that. And I was like, wow, you like saved my life. Cause you love the spice and you just like literally, if you had popcorn and could sit there and watch that <laughs> shit happen, like I'm talking about a front row seat, y'all. I was, was like, crazy. wow. And I'm gonna tell my kids, this is how I met your father. <laughs> but anyway, y'all. <laughs> Anyway, I really do appreciate y'all for tuning into this episode. Please go and support my friend. Go support his music. I cannot wait for the fingerprints visual. Any date on that, or you can't say yet? It's soon. It's soon. It's okay, real coming soon. soon. Real it's soon. It's real soon. Like, All right. Like not scissor soon. Like oh, God. like Beyonce soon. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for being here today, Jeremy. Thank I you. really appreciate you. It's my honor. Thank you guys again for watching this one into the Damn Right podcast. This is Ronnie reminding you to be brave, be creative. Don't stop no matter what nobody says. Keep doing you. Be safe out there, and I will see you next time. And make sure you brush all the white stuff off of your tongue. Oh, wow. We're choosing violence on this episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>